Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Good afternoon. Welcome to the COB. All the stuff you need to know in the day in business and markets. I'm Kyle Rodder with Danny Akuye. And uh, well, Danny, let's have a look at the market because it sort of really steams into the uh, end of the day's trade. It looks like it has steamed into the last part <laughs> of the trade. We are up about a third of a percent for the CBO 200 or four and a half points and about 25 points on the ASX 200 also just over a third of a percent. So that's a nice surprise. Yeah, it is. Um, and again, I don't know or didn't see Why? necessarily... Uh, <laughs> any sort of catalyst there but nevertheless we'll take it um, so only well it's a small game but um, again uh, a positive one and certainly seeing a bit of momentum there towards the end of the day um, let's go to the three themes however and there's a few things that we're keeping an eye on um, first of all is again just that run high that we did see into the mm-hmm. close but a few other things that uh, well were certainly themes for the day uh, the banks, bank results. Indeed. Um, the CBA. Indeed. We, um, better than expected. Well, actually not better than expected, but the market share prices reacted as though it's a little bit better than expected. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, and we did sort of see the stock price coming back uh, in the lead up to the session, perhaps burnt after last uh, uh, set of numbers for yep. the half year where everyone seems to be buying into the result and uh, well, folks got burnt. Um, but anyway, uh, profits, basically record profits, I think almost. 10.2 yep. bill. Yep. Um, really the uh, buyback's good. Then. Buyback, a billion dollars. Uh, buyback and a, and a dividend at two dollars forty for the uh, for the uh, half, right? Which was higher than expected. There so, you go. So, so you will go. always find some love for the share price if the dividend's higher than expected. Indeed. Uh, and well, also news today. This is more macro. Uh, deflation nation, China. Uh, CPI falls by 0.3% mm. in the, the month of July. And the PPI also was mm. at uh, negative 4.4%, mm. which was uh, a bit below expe- expected. Uh, the CPI figure was a little bit higher than expected. But uh, nevertheless, um, seeing some of those signs of weakness again in Chinese economic data. I had a great chat with actually uh, Janu Chan, uh, who's a bit of a China watcher as well, um, covering off the trade data yesterday too. Clearly things are still looking a little soft in the Middle Kingdom. But... Um, Let's get across the sector, shall we, Danny? Yeah, indeed. Start Should with the banks. Yeah, have a look at the banks, see how they trade. And there is Commonwealth Bank up 2.7% or $2.79, 104.98. But uh, also Westpac and NAB found some love off the back of that. Yeah, Macquarie down only slightly. Let's look at the tech sector because it was another area of the market that seemed to thrive today. Uh, Wise Tech back at about 88 bucks, and that must be close to another record high. Um, I know it had uh, an 88 in front of it, whether it was to the cents, I'm not too sure, but um, nevertheless, um, looking very positive there for Wise it looks, Tech. It looks like, don't you think, the, the, the our Australian all tech index, it's like the little steam train. I think I can. I, I think, think I can. can. I, I think, think I, I can. can. It just keeps on chugging along. People's, Whereas in the US, there's actually been some pretty chunky profit taking in some of their technology stocks. But no, not down under yet. <laughs> not yet anyway. Uh, zero up slightly as well. Um, Ultim, as you can see, they're also eking out again. Technology one too. Um, let's get to the healthcare stocks because that has been a little bit more mixed and you have to say there's still some selling come th- coming through there, Resmed in particular. Um, I know why. 
Yeah. Apart from it was being sold off in the US, but I listened to the Eli Lilly, who reported very good results. Right. And Nova Nordic. Mm -hmm. Um, Just they are doing, so you know they've got these weight loss drugs. Right. Okay. And weight loss is good for sleep apnea. Yep. They're doing sleep apnea tests with their weight loss drugs. So it has been flagged. He did discuss it, dare I say, on an interview on CNBC today. And whilst it is right to assume that it's a fairly long bow, long string to draw, there is potential disruption from what were these diabetes drugs that these two companies have that are now being tested as weight loss drugs. And it cuts across everything from um, cardiac, heart problems, yeah, yeah, yeah. to sleep apnea, to absolutely everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a silent killer, sleep apnea. And uh, well, if you don't have to wear that god awful and loud mask on your face, <laughs> a CPAP, a CPAP, AI, instead. exactly. <laughs> Everyone will be happy. Spouses of not those AI. With sleep. I mean, um, ET or yeah. whatever it is. <laughs> ET, yeah. No, uh, everyone would be happy if uh, perhaps there was a better way to deal with uh, sleep apnea. Again, a silent killer. But uh, nevertheless, um, weakness across the healthcare space once more. Um, and there you can see, just uh, flipping over the page there, some of those smaller names, TLX, Prometicus, Ramsey, uh, and still up slightly, Helios as well. Um, we spoke a little bit about CBA already, but um, best to, to cover the numbers uh, in, uh, in, uh, in detail. Uh, full year cash profit up 6%, revenue up 10%. Uh, the net interest margin was up from a year earlier and was higher for the full year. Uh, tail of two halves, though. Yeah, we saw a absolutely. sort of a peak in, in the first half, down to about 2.05% uh, over the last six months. But um, that share back, fairly tasty, and a, a dividend. Finding different ways to return all that cash to shareholders, perhaps. Indeed, indeed. And I thought that what was quite interesting was the um, the differentiation between their different customers yeah. in terms of demographics. It really told a very stark picture, didn't it, in terms of the older boomer generation really benefiting from high deposit rates and also yeah. outspending. And, of course, um, the younger generation being quite heavily hit by the interest rate rises. Yeah, it made me think you owe me dinner or something like that, I think, to try and I have a compensate. mortgage. Okay. And that is so unfair. No, no. I'm technically maybe, but not really. Not really? No. Yeah, it's semantics. It's It's all about, it is semantics. Semantics. We love that word here. Um, Okay, let's move on. Um, Dexas actually had a a chat with um, them today. Property write downs. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, naturally they were fairly optimistic on the industrial space. And there are uh, some pretty significant tailwinds there when it comes to sort of, you know, reshoring, um, just in case logistics and, and what have you. And, you know, vacancy rates are still very, very low in the industrial space. But still, um, real focus on getting the balance sheet right um, for the last 12 months or so. Um, only managed to um, maintain uh, its um, FFFO uh, funds. Help me out there, I can't remember. I don't know. Fun. Oh, FFO. Oh, that's the equivalent to yeah, the distribution. Yeah, yeah. I know the distribution yeah. is sixteen cents. Oh, sorry, it's, yeah. it's it's their Just, earnings basically. Yeah, yeah, seventeen point yeah. one cents. So that was steady, but um, they're, they're looking at trying to search out for higher yielding opportunities. That was yep. the, the message there. Um, also, Suncor. Now that was interesting because it had an extra layer of intrigue because of the uh, the A Triple C decision last Indeed. week. Um, didn't seem to move the, the, the share price a, a great deal, but uh, it was down, what's that, 1.6? One, yeah, about 1.7%, 23 cents. Yeah, so you get the sense for that business, it all hinges on whether it's uh, this sort of appeal to the tribunal um, is successful or not. And as I understand it, it's a sort of a lower bar to, to meet than uh, what the ACCC oh, okay. sets in terms of trying to determine whether it will be, um, you know, sort of adversely affects competition. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a, a big earnings season, so we thought we'd um, dig into some of the details there. But um, 
The stock of the day. Yes, Levisa, indeed. And there's been a downgrade, which uh, mm. gave the stock a bit of a wallop today. Yeah, Macquarie downgraded it, slapped it down, citing obviously concerns about uh, domestic as well as uh, global consumption. So we had Henry Jennings from Marcus today and Andrew Violent from DP Advisor giving their view on Levisa. Thirty-five bucks to twenty-two bucks was their downgrade. I've got to say, I don't know where they plucked the thirty-five bucks from uh, back in April. Uh, that does seem a little bit jousting sticks to me, and a little bit dreaming to say the least. And and really, their argument of, is that consumer spending is slowing down. Well, duh, we know that. And having a picture of an empty store on a Friday lunchtime to back up your research uh, in uh, history. Oh, actually, no, it was in QVB store. Uh, after lunch on Friday the 16th of June. Not a single person in there. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's obviously part of it. I think this one, for me, is still a hold. I think, you know, we know that the consumer is slowing down. We've seen that, but Matt Common this morning was alert but not alarmed. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out the consumer is under pressure. I think the job now is to figure out when they'll start coming under less pressure. In other words, when will interest rates top out? So, uh, stabilise and then actually start coming back off the boil. And to, to, the answer to that question for me is probably another nine, 12 months. So consumers might be under a little bit of pressure for a wee bit longer, but uh, there's actually opportunity in this sector if you're willing to look through the noise. I don't think it's a buy yet. Um, it's absolutely a pretty solid hold. Dangerous buying any company coming into profit reporting season, but I'm, I'm pretty interested in this one. And I agree with Henry. I think Macquarie has gone uh, too cautious too early on this one. Uh, any weakness over the next couple of weeks, in particular on that result, and it's definitely one I'm interested in, in particular, 90% return on shareholders' funds and management buying stock. I'm interested, but it is a hold. Yeah. So maybe uh, peaking their interest there a little bit, actually. Yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see, see what the earnings are like. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't know much about La Visa, but it does make you think that if it is a good business fundamentally. It's fast, fast, cheap jewellery. Do you think it's a good business fundamentally? Do you have a view on it? Is it a good business? Well, Is I it going to be around in 10 years, so when the cycle ticks up again, you might be, you know. I don't know. No, I mean, look, fashion is fashion is hard. It comes yeah. and it goes. It's yeah. been incredibly successful. Lots of people love their stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it just depends. They're very clever at copying the latest trends and putting it out there, and yeah. it's very, very cheap. So I would have thought out of all the re retail businesses, because it is so cheap, yeah. it's probably going to be more resilient. Yeah, interesting. Okay, well, uh, I'm not very fashionable, so I really wouldn't know at all. But uh, let's get to our guest. And, uh, of course, it's uh, Will Simes from Macro Capital on this Wednesday afternoon. Will, great to Thank see you. you. Um, let's get a, just a view on reporting season in general so far. Obviously, we're in the thick of it now. So what's your assessment been? I think it's actually been a bit of a, a rocky start to reporting season, to mm. be honest. Uh, James Hardy yesterday was the first company we've actually had rally on its report. And it was a really strong report. Um, we've done quite well on that and in the building space uh, more recently. Um, but I think it's been a, a bit of a rocky start, to be honest. James Hardy and then obviously CBA Today, the only two companies so mm. far to actually end the day higher uh, on their reports. And so I think the, the focus at the moment is certainly on guidance uh, and the outlook. Uh, the economy is remaining uh, quite buoyant. And so I think where we're going to see downside surprises, those companies that aren't delivering on a, on a more buoyant economic picture to what we were looking at only a few months ago. 
Mm. Yeah, it's true. I, it does look like the market's really focusing in on margins and what's going on with margins. And um, do you think that's going to be a factor going forward as well, as well as guidance, but just how well these companies are co- coping with their cost increases, passing them on? Yeah, well, I think that that's the key thing, margins. And obviously, everyone's being hit by the impacts of inflation. Uh, consumer budgets are tightening. And so it's about trying to maintain those uh, margins in a in a period that we haven't been in for a long time where infl- inflation rates are eating into profits and eating into those margins. And so I think the focus will be quite heavily on margins moving forth, but also particularly on guidance as well, as it, as it usually is around reporting season. Yeah, indeed. Uh, CBA results, what did you make of them? Because, yeah, we've seen the share price higher so clearly I suppose um, investors largely welcoming what uh, what was seen yeah look I think they were reporting on a pretty tricky backdrop on the back of mm. uh, Moody's downgrading um, mm. 10 of the small to mid-sized banks yesterday and putting a number of other of the uh, large banks on credit watch mm. and then obviously we had um, Italy's uh, profit windfall tax so I think those two uh, factors sent uh, bank indexes down yesterday I think CBA had a bit of a tricky time reporting on that backdrop uh, but ultimately look it was a it was a positive report um, they had their NPAT come in at 10.16 bill up about six percent uh, year on year and that was largely driven by stronger lending volumes uh, I think the other key thing for them was that their net, net interest margin rose quite significantly up about 17 bips to 2.07%. Um, that said, I think that their guidance was a little bit weaker um, mm. than and left some, some to be wanted there, to be honest. Um, Matt Common certainly noted um, that they're seeing consumer demand moderate uh, and that uh, softening consumer demand is going to be impacting their margins moving forward. So I think the two key issues there for CBA are consumer demand, but then also quite fierce competition in the space. Um, and we've seen their net interest margin fall, uh, fall down uh, five bips from the first half of the year. So although it was still a strong net interest margin read, uh, it has been impacted with rising rates. And I think that's probably something to be watching for for CBA moving forth. Mm. We, uh, our colleague Andrew Gagan actually um, interviewed him, so people can watch that on the website, uh, Matt Common that is. I thought it was interesting. He said he thought they'd be cutting rates next year, which I thought was quite interesting. Mm. You know, he said the rate cycle, hiking cycle, as far as he's concerned, is uh, finished at this stage. But nevertheless, let's move on to China because we've had uh, two days of pretty weak data coming out of there. It's amazing how resilient our big miners are, isn't it? In in the face of these, like, what appears to be, wow. You know, it's it's not like those steel mills are firing yeah. and, you know, they want more iron ore. No, absolutely. I mean, the trade data yesterday, both imports and exports were lower and quite significantly lower. I think imports were 12.4% lower and that was the fifth monthly decline uh, and then exports 14.5%. Um, so definitely quite weak reads uh, on both fronts. Uh, and I think a number of people are probably surprised at how slow the rollout of policy support's been. There's been a few um, maybe haphazard measures, but nothing quite significant. Um, and then if you add to that, the deflation read today came in at 0.3%, negative 0.3%, uh, below the negative 0.4% expected. I think the picture there is looking um, a little bit concerning. And so I guess now people are probably hoping for a bit more of a significant economic stimulus to come through. Um, and so I think I would agree with you that the miners probably should have been hit maybe a little bit harder than they have been. I think BHP is pretty much flat on mm. the day today. You probably expect it to be 
being hit a little bit harder than that, particularly given China's our largest trading partner. Um, so I think the focus there will be on whether we get more, more stimulus uh, measures out of China. And I suppose all eyes turn to US CPI now. Is that sort of the next big hurdle we have to cross? Yeah, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I think all eyes will be pretty closely uh, watching that. I think forecasts actually for a slight tick up to 3.3%. Um, it's possible we do start to see a bit of a tick up. They've done very well to bring it down pretty much like clockwork um, from 9.1% to 3% currently. So I think everyone will be quite, um, quite trigger happy if we do get a higher read than what it came in at last time. Without a doubt. Will, great to have your insights you as much. always. Will Science from Macro Capital. Okay, let's get to the leaders and laggards now. And uh, well, there's a few stories to tell on that front today. Uh, Invocare accepting the bid of TPG Capital, mm-hmm. a, a slightly lower bid than what the business was perhaps positioning or angling for. But nevertheless, less, the job seems to have gotten done. So there's another stock that uh, will disappear from the ASX. I know, I was thinking exactly the same mm. thing. It seems like a conga line of them disappearing no, into private equity at the moment. But I guess private equity does have a habit of, uh, well, gobbling them up and then spitting them out down the track. Yeah, we might see it back uh, in, a, in a few years' time, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but uh, Coronado Global Resource, not any major news there, as I Just maybe a bounce back, back up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Nanasonics. Uh, Seek, didn't see any news there necessarily. No. Zero Resource is another one that just um, well, needs to have an update every so often, uh, especially in this environment where it's well lost about half its value in the space of three months. Um, let's go to the laggards now, uh, shall we? And uh, Lavisa, we've gone through that stock of the day, um, one for the bottom fishers if you're so inclined. Uh, Rizmet, articulately put by yourself as to why uh, we well we possible explanation. We, we, yeah. we always speculate. Yeah. Um, Star Entertainment couldn't find anything there, but China no. Hall, Long Whale REITs downgraded. Um, Virgin Money UK. Again, not too sure about uh, no. that necessarily, but some kind, sometimes could be a bit of an interest rate proxy. Small cap leaders and laggards. Um, anything that floats your boat there? Probably bone coal. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Okay, moving on. Laggards. Uh, let's have a look there. Nothing that really jumps out there either. A, Lithium. a, few, a few lithium stocks mm. getting smacked around there. Mind you, they look like they're fairly small ones. Well, they yeah. are. They're in the small caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So uh, some small cap, uh, small lithium miners there uh, on, your, on your screen. Let's move on. What we're looking at tonight, it should be fairly interesting actually because uh, well, we've got some US earnings. Uh, Disney, Sony, Roblox as well. Roblox, yeah. gosh, yes. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to mention AI. I bet you they will. They'll Many times. Have to. Exactly. Have to. Disney's in a lot of pain. It'll be interesting to see what that report's like because apparently the Florida um, Disney World is, the numbers are dropping there. So, yeah, mm. they really have a lot of things going on at the moment. I, I know I wouldn't want to be, you know, um, start wolf whistling or whatever it is, but, you know, the whole notion of go work, go broke or something like that. They've obviously had sort of been a part of the culture wars uh, in, in Florida called the uh, yes, ire of Ron DeSantis. indeed. Is it kind of a consumer backlash against political I, I, positions? Or I don't know. I've got no cyclical? idea. Maybe people have decided, I don't know, to fly to Europe instead. Go to the Amalfi <laughs> Coast. There Only, seem to be a lot of Americans over there at the moment. Yeah, you can hear it from here. Um, <laughs> uh, no, one thing that I thought I put in there just because uh, of the reactions of last week was the 10-year uh, bond, bond auction. Yeah, that's probably really States. important. Yeah, well, it could be interesting. Yeah. Uh, it might, might be a bit wonky for us here, but again, there's all this concern about how the market's digesting Correct. this increased insurance. So, you know, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll see some, um, at least news stemming from that this evening. Um, tomorrow, 
and a few more companies to keep an eye on. AGL mm -hmm. uh, will report, AMP, QBE, and Dana EDI. Rio Ooh. goes ex-dividend. Right, yep. So that might be a bit of a way to the market, at least Correct. in the open, as we uh, shift and shake. Um, and inflation expectations data, which probably won't be too significant, but nevertheless, it's a good thing to keep an eye out for. Absolutely. Uh, because that's what, obviously, central banks are keen on keeping down, is inflation expectations. But I don't know. I think that's about it. How it is. Closed, okay, Danny? so the ASX 200 up almost 27 points or 0.37% to 7,338. And the SIBO 200, four and a half points or 0.33%. So there we go. We'll take the green on screen. Definitely. Put it in the books. And um, well, you didn't put the moz on us today with, with the red blouse either. So um, we've, we've break, broken the hoodoo, hoodoo perhaps. But um, it's a big time of the year and uh, there's a lot of great content on the platform and app. So if you want to get your, uh, well, what Matt Coleman said from uh, the CBA about the results, that'll be on your platform. Some other corporates as well uh, discussing their results, all the macro news, a lot of great content. So website and app, that's where you can see it. Otherwise, have a wonderful evening and we will see you again tomorrow morning. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.